0: 925 star Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success birds, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The party starts now.
1: Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to Star Style. Yes, you have to do it with style, star style. You are listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity of 501c3, empowering women, families, and youth. Normally Heather Brittany is here with me on the Voice America Network Empowerment Channel for our show but she is under the weather today so I will be your your sole coach helping you to um, stimulate and support space for some positive meaningful life work. The miracle moment for today is you are not the deer, you are the headlights and that is from Alan Cohen. When I saw that I Really loved it. It resonated with me because uh, living here, kind of in the country where I do, we have so many deer. And of course, at, when you're driving at night, you're always very worried about them. But I like the idea of. Of being the headlights and not having to be, you know, stuck like a deer in the headlights. A couple of announcements coming up next week on May 14th is the 10th annual Moraga Fair, the 10th anniversary. Very fun. Be the Star You Are charity and our volunteers were first on uh, first charity ever to participate in the community fair. So it was uh, quite exciting. So this is a a, a, a great milestone, a great anniversary. You can find out more information by going to Star Style Radio and clicking on events to uh, see where we're going to be. But there's going to be a lot of new volunteers. And this year it is sponsored by Children's Success Unlimited and uh, Brooks Albury, as well as Michael um, Verbruga Construction. Uh, that's our booth. And we're going to be giving away some copies of Brooks Albury's latest book in his children's series. And it's a gorgeous book and it's going to be really terrific. And then, you know, of course, hopefully people will make some donations to be the star of charity. So we can continue our work, but we want to, since it's a literacy charity, we want to get kids reading because hopefully if kids read, their parents will read. It'll be a big, happy family. So again, visit star style radio and go to the events a chapter on there. Well, to, in today's show, we're going to be concentrating mostly on getting organized and clearing the clutter, and then I'm going to wrap it up with springing forward and some fresh ideas for your garden so that we can keep it on a fun, fun, positive note. I also want to remind people to tune in on Tuesdays at noon to our teen show Express Yourself Teen Radio on our sister site of Voice America Kids Network uh, every week our teens who are volunteers will be the star you are charity do an amazing job of interviewing guests and I do book some really great guests for them and they just you know it's very fascinating between authors and celebrities and sports figures and entrepreneurs and just people scientists in all walks of life that come on and discuss, you know, the meaning of life with the teen. So check that out, Tuesdays at noon Pacific on Voice America Kids. You can find descriptions, links, photos, and more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Well, if you are overwhelmed with the clutter and junk in your home or office or car and you don't know where to begin, you are in the right place today because I hope to help you get a little bit more organized. And no matter how organized you are, at some time or another, you're going to have so much stuff that you don't know where to put it and you're going to struggle with the cleanup. And whether that's due to poor habits or being a pack rat or, you know, having a spouse or partner who is just messy, or or you just have too much of everything. Too many people just struggle under that burden of household clutter. And it can just clog the smooth workings of any life, no matter what it is. And sometimes, you know, it just takes so much time Every day looking for the missing keys, the phones, the, you know, permission slips for your kids. No, my husband is just absolutely the worst when it comes to being organized. He's fabulous as a dentist. And, and because he has assistants in his office, he can get everything kind of done there. But when he comes home, he doesn't ever know where his his glasses, his sunglasses, his wallet, his keys, <laughs> or any of his paperwork is because he doesn't file. He piles So, you know, a cluttered desk is just, uh, is really tough because especially if you have credit card bills to pay, you're going to end up with late fees. So things that get lost to clutter sometimes are replaced. I remember uh, my father-in-law, who was not an organized person, he didn't even realize he had something like 12 tuxedos because the way he shoved things around and that he had a big house. He could never find them. So he just would have to buy new ones. So that just seems like such a waste of time and money. So it's time to declutter. And when you are just peering over these piles and mounds and stacks of stuff, it is hard to know where to begin and what to do. So let's talk about how you can start and some kind of basic methods to cut out the clutter and give you some tips on keeping it from coming back, okay, because you really want to be organized. I know people always ask me how it is that I juggle so many different hats, and it's because I am really, really organized. And even though my desk from time to time when I'm working on a special project just gets filled to the brim, and sometimes the floor is covered too, I always make sure that every night before i leave the office everything is back in order because otherwise it would be just a disaster to come in tomorrow and then to have everything piling up because when it starts piling you know and you're not filing you really really get into trouble so if you are standing amidst of all those stacks and piles and it's really getting hard to find a spot to dive in. I always say to think small. It's really important. You know, it's by the inch, it's a cinch, is that way, is that uh, old saying. So you want to be able to feel like you can be successful instead of strangled and drowning in, you know, in your mess. So instead of thinking about the big picture, you want to think small. Think small. Zero in on one small drawer or one space on the counter or, um, you know, one file cabinet to do. Just one item that is really nagging you. And when you do it that way, you're going to feel success. And with every small success, it gives you motivation to move on to the next one. And when you feel yourself, like, starting to drag and you start getting frustrated, well, then maybe you have to remind yourself of the goal and to give yourself a new burst of energy for the next step, and know that you can do it, or just take a break. Uh, I really had to do this this past year when our house flooded, and I literally had to move everything out into pods, and it was su- uh, such a mess. There was a remediation team that came in, and they just packed everything up, and and then they put it in boxes, and all it was labeled was like, you know, um, living room, dining room, kitchen, and I had no idea what was gone or where it was. And so it was it was a couple of months to like take it all out. But the good news was as as I did, I really shifted and sifted through everything and created boxes that were the toss, the you know, giveaway, wanted to keep, and one that was called, you know, maybe later. So, when you um, start feeling like your clutter is becoming intolerable and your boxes are filled and the stuff is stashed and piles are shifting, that's when you really have to get rid of the confusion because it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it, it, beating clutter really requires building new habits and applying new organizational methods, creating new routines, and using some new tools And it takes time and there really can't be a shortcut. So you have to resist that temptation to go out, you know, to go like all out in this really fevered short term uh, clearing spree because otherwise it is going to backfire on you. So think about the fable of the tortoise and the hare and think slow and steady and that's the way to declutter because you don't want to throw out something that you really need or that you're going to regret. And at the same time, you don't want to save things that you're never going to use again. I was talking to someone who downsized to a smaller home and I and they had really beautiful things. And I said, "What? how did you do it? It must have been so hard because they went from quite a large home to a, a small home. And she said, now we're paying for storage units. And the sad thing about it is since they downsized two years ago and all these items have been in storage and they've been paying very high fees every month for storage, they said, we, we haven't even gone to the storage and looked at it. And the result is, they're paying the same amount as they were living in the big house with all their things as they are living in the small house with only part of their things. And the reality is they don't need all the rest of the stuff that's in storage, but they still don't know how to part with it because some of it may be heirlooms or things that their kids may want at some time in the future. So sometimes this decluttering is very, very frustrating and, It's hard to keep motivated, and it's not going to happen magically, so you have to decide that it's going to start with you, and you're going to kind of do a little bit, you know, on certain days. In family settings, it's really hard because there's, especially if you get newspapers and magazines, and if you have kids, and they have art materials, and they have school papers, and then they have all their their toys and their playthings, and then if you're not a great housekeeper, your routines can land all that clean clothing in a pile on the couch or just paperwork and stacks on the counter. And pretty soon your, your mail is jumbled everywhere and you can't find anything. I, again, I was talking to another person and I asked them if they were going to be at a, at a family wedding that I'll be attending next week. And they said, you know, we never got the invitation. Well, it turns out they did get the invitation and it was at the bottom of a huge... Pile of mail they hadn't opened because they had been traveling. So, you know, you really have to be organized with all of this. And in order to have a family be involved, we have to we have to first of all walk the talk ourselves, and hopefully, other people will follow. And if not, you just have to take charge and take uh, self charge your own, so that you are taking aim on that household uh, clutter. So you're probably wondering, so what are some ways that you can kind of get going? Um, Obviously, uh, the first thing that I like is either the four box or the four bag method. And that really uh, forces you to make a decision item by item. And that is um, you have a box that you label it to put away. Another box is to give away or to sell. And um, another box is storage. And then the final one, it doesn't have to be a box. It can just be a bag or a trash can, is that you are putting it to the trash or to the recycle bin. Now, the first thing especially with the mail. You know, when we get all this junk mail and catalogs and circulars, I have mail, mine goes to a P.O. box, and every day I have to go to the post office to get my mail. And um, at least 75% of it, I mean, it is stuffed in there, I can never open the box, is a junk mail. So before I even leave the post office, I go over to the counter and I toss, toss, toss. So I don't even I don't even come back to the office, or I do not go home with junk mail, and that is one of the biggest things: is that if you uh, collect your mail and you leave it and you don't toss it immediately, that's going to be a problem. So you can take what you do is you take these four boxes once you put things in each of them, and if you you always have to ask yourself: Do I want to put this in another place? Am I going to donate it? Or am I going to sell it? Am I going to store it? Or am I going to throw it away? If you're really not sure of the decision, you can also have another box that is like you're not sure. But I found that making the decision right off the bat was a really, really good one. And so I'll go back to the flood that I had when I had to go through all of this. Um, One or a couple of the guys that had helped with the water damage, they said to me early on, that their wives um, since they had just had new babies in the family were interested in any items that I was tossing because they repurposed them or they sold them on eBay and since I do not have the time to sell things on eBay or you know if I'm gonna repurpose something for the garden I can do that but generally uh, I just wanted to get rid of them I was filling boxes with everything from stuffed animals to clothing to knickknacks, to even some furnishings that I gave to them. And they were absolutely thrilled. And even computer things and uh, printers and fax machines and all of that. So you really have to decide. And But the great thing is, is, you know, somebody's trash is somebody's treasure. So sometimes it's really better if everything is in good shape and usable to either take it to Goodwill or St. Vincent de Paul uh, or... Give it to someone who wants to do like these guys did and sell it on eBay. So unless you want to do that, that's fine. But you definitely, if you have a garage, you don't want your garage to be the next place that's going to be cluttered. So you want to make sure that you put these giveaway sell items in a box that's going to go in the back of your car so that you're going to drop it off right away or you're going to put it in an area and you give a deadline for the people to pick it up. Otherwise, you're going to end up really being just in a mess. Now, the trash, if you put things in the, in the trash can, make sure that you empty the trash really soon. You know, take it out because otherwise you might find yourself going through the trash and you don't want to do that. Now, for the things that you are going to keep, you want to put them away quickly and decide where you're going to put them away. Is it going to be on a shelf? Is it going to be in a drawer? Um, where, where do you want to put it? And if it's clothing, fold it nicely so that now it's organized. And don't just shove it into another drawer. It's best to reorganize that drawer where you're going to put this other clothing, whatever, So that everything is, you're going to know where things are. I know it's really kind of interesting when you clean out a drawer uh, or a closet or a shelf, all the exciting things that you find. I mean, sometimes you clean out clothes and you're going to find a couple of bucks in your pockets like, woohoo, this is great. You know, other times you will find something that you thought was long gone. So anything you're going to be giving away or selling or throwing out, make sure That you do look at it carefully and that you're not throwing out something that is, you know, that is not going to, uh, that will be missed uh, later on. So that's very, very important to do. Now, um, after you've done all of those things, you're going to find that you're going to feel yourself so much lighter and brighter, Now, the things that you think you may want to use later or you're saving for your children or you want to give to friends, but you think you're going to store it, if you have an attic or a place to store it where you're not going to clutter something else up, then you want to mark the box very clearly of what it is. But, you know, the minus side to that is that you might start collecting more clutter in your attic or in your garage or wherever you store things. So really be sure that what you are saving is something that you really want to save. Because what, when you're saving a box and putting it somewhere else, it creates an instant absence of apparent clutter. But the method really does nothing to change the underlying problem. So by gradually decluttering methods, they go hand in hand with components of getting organized. You've got to build new habits Organize your stored items, create new household routines, and don't just do cosmetic quick fixes because that's not going to lead to permanent changes. You want to be motivated and determined to completely declutter your closets and your, your home and your business and your office drawer, etc. So uh, keep that in mind. And when we come back from break, we'll have a few more tips on decluttering and organization, and I'll actually read a story from my book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. That is the gift of organization. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are, and I'll be right back, so don't go away. Be the
2: star you are, the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event.
0: Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to
2: me. Well, we
1: are still together and we are talking about getting organized and decluttering. And I thought it would be appropriate to read The Gift of Organization, which is from the book Be the Star You Are for Teens. Which is simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, and learning and leading. And it's actually a really good chapter that can help young people be more organized as well. So I'll start with that, with reading this, and then give you some more tips on how you can be organized with different parts of your life. So this is the gift of organization. We live in a disposable society, and almost everyone collects too much junk. Rather than wearing things out, we either throw them away or jam them in a closet, creating more clutter. Being unorganized creates a life of chaos where you can't find something when you really need it. This, in turn, has a negative psychological effect, which makes you feel insecure and out of control. When you organize your personal space and keep your place clean, you feel more in charge of your life. When Heather was looking for students to share her house when she was in college, she had to clean out rooms and closets to make room for the new roommates. And as she went through her clothes, she realized she had so many items that she no longer wore, wanted, or fit into that were just taking up space. So boxes went to Goodwill and other organizations. And I flew down to San Diego to help her sort, reorganize, and clean. And the result was not only a sparkling, beautiful home, but with the Uber organization, everything had a place, and it was so much easier to find. A teen client of mine that I was coaching felt very stuck for a long time. She rarely finished what she started. She missed appointments because she failed to keep a calendar. Her grades were falling at school because she misplaced assignments, and she lost items, especially her clothing. Her parents were exasperated with her ineptitude, and she was rapidly descending into depression. Within a couple of coaching sessions, we realized that the root cause of her problems was her predisposition to be disorganized. Her messy habits were actually sabotaging her happiness. Now, it wasn't a fatal flaw. Learning how to be organized is an ongoing process. So if you're having trouble turning in homework or you can't see the floor of your room because of all the clothes, the paper, and the junk littering the area, here are a few tips to make order out of chaos. First, file, don't pile. Use a desktop filing system to label and store current class assignments. All papers need to be po- filed for later use, At tossed or dealt with immediately. Buy a three-ring binder or an accordion folder and put all those loose papers inside according to a subject. Write down all assignments in a planner with times due. Make sure to note any meetings, engagements, or after-school activities. You can also use your calendar on your computer or your phone to do the same thing, and that will also give you reminders. Create a workspace that is solely yours in your room, And remove all the CDs, DVDs, the games, the magazines, and anything else, that any gadgets that are taking up room. And neatly put them on a shelf or in a drawer. When you remove your clothes, hang them up or put them in the wash, but don't throw them on the floor or kick them under the bed. Later never comes, and the bigger the mess, the more difficult it is to begin to clean it. Don't try to clean out all your drawers, closets, or room at one time. Decide on a small area and then complete the task and you'll feel some success. Make to-do lists. When you see something in writing, it registers in your brain. Check your list the night before school or before you have an engagement. And again, you can do these in writing in a notebook or you can do them on your computer or your mobile devices. Because you have the power to purge the procrastination. You have the power to edit the treasures and to get organized. And when you do, you're going to feel less stress. You're going to enjoy more harmony. And you're going to find more time to relax and play. Learn to be organized as an adolescent. And you will reap rewards as an adult. Get rid of the things that are not bringing you pleasure. And you're going to make room for things that do. And you know what? You need to start today. And this exercise is called Spring Cleaning. And spring cleaning isn't just a cliché, it really is a necessity. You start in your bedroom by donating or selling any clothing in your closet that doesn't fit you or you don't like. You're going to keep only the things that flatter and that you wear. Next, you're going to attack your desk. Open that top drawer and what do you see? Yikes! You use the folder, the binder and the file system outlined above. Pick up all the junk on the floor, vacuum dust, and rearrange your room for comfort. Go through your backpack and throw away the wrappers, the broken pencils, the notes, and the garbage that's been collecting throughout the year. Buy the proper containers for your items. Grab the broom and the dustpan. Clear out your locker. Create a space and a place for everything. And shine up your life by eliminating the clutter. Because there is meaning in cleaning. And for a life of balance and well-being, you have to let go and get organized. And since it only takes a week to start a new habit, here are some tips on how you can be more productive. First of all, why is it important to organize your living space? Ask yourself these questions. And how do you do it? Remember, you advocate to put things away as soon as you use them, otherwise they're going to pile up. So figure out where you should put your cell phones and keys when you walk in the door. Think about Ziploc baggies. They seem to be great for storing things. Make lists, check them twice. Remember that there is a time to toss and there is a time to store. Make sure you have a calendar handy and that you write everything down or you put it on your day timer or on your calendar. Dealing with small spaces. Sometimes they are the most difficult. Con- label everything on containers. You know, when it's time to clean your closet and get more organized, it doesn't matter the season. You have to purge all year round. And if you're a procrastinator, it's even more reason that you have to start today. When you're organized you are going to feel so much better. So when making your to-do list for the week remember things may occur that could be entirely unexpected. So don't set in stone what you need to do. Be flexible with circumstances because everything can change. Do the tasks that you're least looking forward to first from your to-do list. Most procrastination is due to someone not wanting to do the task that they put off. So if you spend that extra effort to do that task for first, you're going to feel better and then you're not going to spend the day dreading the task that you eventually put off that you're eventually going to have to do anyway. If you know that you're not naturally inclined to be organized, you can change that by starting with one small area of your living space and focusing on keeping that small area organized. Keep it Over time, keeping a small uh, area organized is easier to do, and then that's going to help you build your new habit. After about two or three months of keeping one corner uh, organized, you're going to naturally tend to expand your newfound organizing instincts to other areas. Sticky notes, like post-it notes, they're your friend. Put them in nifty spots as reminders. For example, if you know you need to wash your car, put a note on your steering wheel, so that the next time you get in your car, you remember to get it done. Other good spots for sticky notes are doorknobs, mirrors, PC monitors, you know, your laptops. You know, not put it on the border, not on the actual screen, obviously. And there are other valid ways to get organized. One person might organize a sock drawer by color, another person might simply fold pairs of socks together and put them in there. Another person might buy a whole bale of socks that are all alike and not sort of all. Whatever your method of organizing, choose a system that makes sense for you. For example, for me, because I'm in the acting business, my closet is organized by colors and by styles. So I have skirts all of one color in one area, pants of one color in another, blouses, etc. And that way when I'm told that I need all beige or I need muted colors or I need pastels, I can look and I can pull from each of those different things. It's a good idea to carry a notepad and pen with you at all times or, again, use your phone and just talk into it so that when things come up at inconvenient times, you're not going to forget. If you're worried about, you know, um, fitting Something in your pocket, hey, look at most things now are as small as a phone, and that your phone can really, your smartphone can really become a good uh, organizing tool. Keep your surfaces clear. Reducing visual clutter helps reduce mental clutter. So get rid of all that stuff you don't need so that you can put things that you do need away and out of sight every day, like, you know, the staplers, your scissors, your pens. Uh, Buy organizational tools like folders and clean out things regularly to build up um, uh, to avoid that buildup of mess. I know that even if I clean out my desk drawer once a month, it still builds up. I don't know why. Uh, When you're running errands, map out the best path so that you get the most done, and you keep your chit chat to a minimum so that you don't get sidetracked. Target what you need to do, and if something else comes to mind, you know, write it in that notebook or again use your smartphone. And don't expect to get organized overnight unless you're really fast and it's a really small area. And don't expect your family and friends to instantly jump on the organization bandwagon. But you have to stick with it. And in the long run, hopefully other people will follow in tune. And then take a day out of your own time and dedicate it to organizing your life and your things in it. And that will pay off the next day. Uh, stop doing things that get very messy and unorganized. And don't try this, obviously, if you have a newborn baby or something, because babies are messy or a puppy. Uh, don't rush everything. More importantly, take your time to develop a habit of organizing behavior. And if disorganization is congesting your life and as a result you're feeling scattered and frustrated, you know there are people out there that you can hire that can help you. And that might be your next step. Yes, it may cost you a few dollars, but if you can learn a new habit and a new way to do things, people say that it's really worth it. So learn to organize your space, your home, your bedroom, your kitchen, your office, your closet, your desk. And when you do, you're going to feel such so much lightness, and you're going to feel that everything is tidy and in its place. And now when we come back from break, we're going to actually go into the garden, and we will be talking about uh, some fresh ideas for the garden. And I might have a few more organizational tips that I will share with you, depending on time. So you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be The Star You Are. And I will be back right after this. So don't go away.
2: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites.
0: Here's Cynthia Bryan.
1: Working longer hours and working harder doesn't always spell success. You need to work with maximum effectiveness in order to be successful. And of course, you need to be organized. When your personal and business life are in balance, you experience less conflict and definitely less stress. This balance allows you to become more effective and get more work done in less time. Plan your work and work your plan. And when you love what you do, there's nothing hard about your career. If you find yourself working longer, get more organized, delegate the details, and don't procrastinate. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. For more information on getting organized, I'm getting a coaching session Contact 925-377 Star. That's nine two five-three seven 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 eight two seven. Or visit CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star
2: you are.
1: The star you are.
0: Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376-376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. It's Power Time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now back to the power party. This business of show businesses.
1: Well, thanks for staying with us. We're gonna go into the garden for a few fresh ideas for springing forward. And then we'll probably uh, revolve back and we'll talk a little bit more about decluttering and getting organized. But I wanted to um, get to, you know get into nature so that we break it up a little bit. I love this quote by Virgil. Now every field is clothed with grass and every tree with leaves. Now the woods put forth their blossoms and the year assumes its gay attire. That just sums up spring so beautifully. Now here in California, we have been enjoying the rain So spring has birthed the most spectacular garden displays. I mean, this is a better, uh, I don't know, every place you look, all the landscapes are just gorgeous. The air is so fragrant with the scent of jasmine, and the emerald green hills are decorated with golden poppies, and there's pretty peonies, they're populating our plots, songbirds are chirping as they feather their nests, butterflies are flitting from blossom to bloom, lady beetles and bees are busy with their business. I had an interesting thing happen to me a couple weeks ago, is I saw a really pretty turkey feather poking out from under my fig bush, which was underneath my living room window, and I love to collect feathers. And I went to grab it, and I realized it was attached to a wild turkey hen, and she was sitting on her eggs. It was crazy. Um, She wasn't even startled when I pulled her feather, and of course, I left her alone and told her I was sorry, and every day I have been continued enjoying watching her sitting on her eggs, and I've been bringing her food. Well, just the other day, I heard like kind of this, uh, I don't know, it was a chirping sound, and I I recognized it as being, it had to be from a turkey, and her eggs had hatched, and she was happily taking her babies uh, into the hillside, so... Our natural world has found its equilibrium. Now, people have been asking about the Pearl's Premium Lawn, and mine is finally looking lush and full. Now, the secret was constant reseeding, daily moisture, and netting to keep the birds at bay, because uh, although it says that, that birds don't eat the Pearl's Premium Seeds, at least the birds here in my area do, And it was really a challenge because as soon as I would throw seeds, there would be a flock of birds. I mean, like 30 birds that would just descend on it. And the best time to reseed was right before it rained because then it would just put the seed into the ground. Now, how drought-resistant the grass is going to be I won't be able to tell you until summer comes. Right now, since it seems to be established, I'm not having to water it um, all the time. One thing is for certain, it is definitely forced out weeds and dandelions. Whereas I used to pick at least 100 dandelions every day and put them in a a bowl to feed the quail. I'm down to about a half a dozen or less now. So it's it really is, um, is good as far as getting rid of the weeds on your lawn. So I'm very impressed with the grass seed and I will keep you posted as the dry weather sets in. In the meantime, you can visit pearlspremium.com to check out the Pearls Premium. I've also been really busy planting seeds. Very tedious task. One seed by one seed and I'm not one to start seedlings indoors I really don't have the space for that and I don't know I just like to put them outside but it, it became really hard to like pour a single tiny seed that was the size of a pinpoint into my hand and then put it in the ground so what I did I thought this was a great idea is I got an egg carton And I poured like six different seeds in each of the little holes of the egg holders. And then what I would do is go outside and I would meticulously plunge each tiny seed into its own hole in the ground by using a pencil or a wooden stick or I have this little tool that's a metal tool. But some seeds like the echinacea, as I was saying, were so teeny tiny you could hardly even see them. So you have to have a serious dedication to growing a variety of specimens when you are sowing seeds. My preferred method is just to scatter a big bucket of seeds, you know, mixed with uh, rice holes or sand and see what thrives. And in fact, I just finished doing that this morning. I, I uh, scattered seeds of wildflowers and poppies on the hills. Now, I don't know what's going to turn up or what the birds will eat, but um, it's, that method is rather successful, especially when you're trying to get kind of a wild-looking Mediterranean garden. Usually, when you scatter seeds like that, they're, they become quite um, tolerant of weather. So I think that was a that's a good idea. Now, my um, my in March I wrote an article about cultivating a wildflower meadow. And many of you commented on that. And it really sparked a lot of interest from across the country. And one of my most favorite descriptive notes arrived from Tom, from uh, Ron in Texas. And he wrote, what a wonderful article on growing wildflowers. And by the way, I write for the La Merinda Weekly. So if you want to read any of those stories, you can go to LaMarindaWeekly.com. And then there's all kinds of archives there, so you'll find my Digging Deep columns and, and my Garden Guide columns. But what he wrote is, "...I always loved wildflowers, remembering the trillium that carpeted the Wisconsin forest in the spring and the daisies, black-eyed Susans, and other wildflowers that covered any open field all summer long." Later, finding wild azalea in the Georgian woods and now in Texas, going to see the blue bonnets and Indian paintbrush, as well as finding every vacant lot here in Houston filled with seven-foot-tall sunflowers. Thanks to Lady Bird Johnson, plain seed most Texas highways with beautiful wildflowers, largely in the spring before the heat and drought of summer, and their beauty I always let my garden grow wild in spring so that many wildflowers there can bloom and reseed. And, you know, that is the secret to spring wildflowers, I want to mention, is just allowing them to bloom and then letting their seeds scatter, whether it's by the birds or just by the wind, because uh, you can also save the seed. You know, you could harvest it yourself and then try to reseed it. But spring is just about such simple pleasures, and there's so much to do in the garden right now. So get out there and get moving. I know for me, it's really, really hard for me to be indoors, uh, no matter what the weather, because uh, the garden is so lovely, but I, I just see so much to do. And there's just constant, constant weeding and seeding and feeding and mulching that this is the time to do it before the heat of summer comes. So here are some fresh ideas for you. Refresh your dirt with a a few yards of new enriched topsoil and compost. Good soil is the foundation for a healthy, happy landscape. I was at a Yelp event the other day, and um, a woman told me, oh, I can't have a garden because my soil is so bad, and I'd love to grow tomatoes. And what I said to her is just get a pot and get some potting soil, get some good potting soil and put a tomato plant in there. And maybe put a couple of onions and uh, or shallots or something along with it to keep away the bugs. And you'll have tomatoes. So just remember that good soil is the key to all of that. Till your cover crops of vetch, mustard, clover, clover, or fava beans into your soil. If they've grown too large to till, you can pull them out. You can run them over with a lawnmower. And then you can return them to the compost pile or to the soil for all the nutrients that they're going to provide for your produce. Separate the the seeds in an egg carton uh, for ease in sowing, as I already told you about. It's really a good way to uh, plant seeds. Poke holes in the soil with a pencil or stick to plant a variety of small seeds, including sunflowers, hollyhock, cathedral bells, purple hyacinth beans, and perennial sweet peas. Soak your morning glory seeds for eight hours before planting or nick with a fingernail clipper to assist in rooting. Discover spring by scattering wildflower seeds and allow them to bloom and reseed themselves for another display next season. Right now is the perfect time to gather a bouquet of peonies or even a single stem to create a stunning and long-lasting floral arrangement. People who live on the East Coast and they have a great uh, cold winter they really can grow gorgeous peonies, and they are such a beautiful, beautiful flower. Uh, some, I mean, they just—they're just so big and and uh, fluffy, and the greenery is beautiful, and that lasts all season. And then you cut it down right before winter. But if you have, if you live in an area that you can grow peonies, you definitely want to try to do that because they add so much to your garden. And they're really not fussy as long as you put them in sunshine and you don't bury them too deep. And they'll just usually bloom year after year, but they do like the cold. So if you're having uh, gopher problems or it's hard for you to bend over, you can build some simple raised beds to grow your bounty of vegetables or flowers. Even a three-by-three-foot redwood box will provide a space for plenty of produce. You'll want to put wire on the bottom, a really um, heavy-duty wire to keep any of the, the critters out. Now's the time to shop for vegetables and herb plants at your favorite nursery or garden center. Tomatoes, peppers, squash, eggplant, watermelon, pumpkin, zucchini, beans, cucumbers. They're all available in four-inch pots and six-packs, and the prices are fairly reasonable right now. Pull weeds on a continuous basis because weeds zap the moisture from the plants that we want. You don't want weeds to form seed heads. Once you start seeing those seed heads, you are in for a plethora more of weeds, and we, oh, they are, I've, I've been weeding for months now, and it makes me crazy. So try to keep on them. Uh, empty any standing water from pots, tires, neglected ponds, pools, or any place where mosquito larvae will breed. With all the rain we've had this year, especially here in California and then other parts of the United States, mosquitoes can spread, and they they have the West Nile virus If you're in an area where you have a mosquito and vector control, many um, states and counties have this as a provision of your taxes. You want to get in touch with them. California authorities are monitoring the activity of West Nile virus, and they request that any dead birds or squirrels be reported, and that phone number is 877-968-2473. And that gets me to ticks. I was bit by a tick yesterday. I believe it was a deer tick. Here in our area, we don't have many cases of uh, Lyme's disease or the uh, Rocky Mountain spotted disease or any of the other diseases associated with ticks. I think it's less than 1%. But nevertheless, ticks can be very, very bad, and you have to be very careful when Removing a tick, you don't want to twist it, you want to grab a tweezer, you want to cleanse the area with alcohol, cleanse your tweezer, and pull straight out and hopefully not leave the head in there. Uh, if You don't want to dig because that can cause inflammation and cause an infection on your skin. If you have any problem, you do want to go and see a medical professional. And if you get a ring or anything, you still want to see a medical professional. You may want to go to, um, to a not the emergency room, but you know, um, a doctor's clinic or even a pharmacy to have it checked if you have any questions about it. Because ticks are nothing to fool around with, they are teeny teeny tiny. But last year I ended up in the hospital with a tick bite. So, it's a kind of a scary thing, so I don't like these ticks. All right, so getting down back to lawns, um, I, again, the Pearls Premium might be your answer for a lush green, drought resistant lawn if you are keeping a lawn and not, not just pulling it out. And again, if it starts raining, that's a great time to reseed your lawn because the weather's warm enough now, but you have to keep your seeds moist until it sprouts. The website, again, for Pearls Premium is pearlspremium.com. And that per, that's um, Pearls, you know, with an S, P-E-A-R-L-S, premium. Dance the Snail Stomp. It's a dance my children and I invented one wet winter many years ago. If you are having an invasion of snails and slugs, what you do is you go out at night with gloves on, a flashlight in hand, and a bucket to pick up slugs or snails, Find an area to dump and to dance. And if you don't like to dance, you can just fill the bucket with soapy water and that dirty deed gets done. Also, this time of year, there are lots of garden tours and you may really enjoy going on a garden tour. And in that way, you can, um, you might get some inspiration or ideas from others and you can update or redesign or just refresh your own garden. Check your newspapers and online for places in your area. And I think that you'll really enjoy it. So you want to enjoy that splendors that spring will bring you. And you can dream of a personal journey through nature. So salutations for a fresh start. That is what spring is all about. It's about getting your life and your garden organized. So since we have a couple more minutes, I'm going to go back down to uh, some a list of things that you can do just to be organized and hopefully by the next time we do a show on this you're already organized and you're going to think, hey, I don't even need that anymore. So again, when we're coming to organizing your space, you want to just take it small, as we said in the beginning. You can organize your electrical, your electronic, your computer parts, your cords, and other small and awkwardly shaped items that tend to sink to the bottom of piles by putting them in more accessible jam-free containers, and maybe like a plastic zipper bag. And that's what I do. I put everything in a block or whatever you want to call them, and then I have a box, and that way I know where they all are. So you want to leave some empty space in each of your storage areas to add things without disrupting the scheme. You want to set aside like a buffer space, such as a small table or shelf for items that need to be put away in order to avoid misplacing them, or too frequently being distracted by other uh, activities when you're sorting. Some uh, items you need to uh, lay out or order rather than just grouping. So, you know, like spices, they should be kept handy and maybe viewable and accessible and maybe not tucked away so far. But you don't want to have everything out on counters. Uh, Perishable items like food has to be consumed on a first-in, first-out basis, or you could load stacks from underneath. You know, that refrigerator is a hard one to organize, but that one's really key. Uh, clean out your belongings before you think about organizing, you know, your tools or your furniture. If you don't do it that way, you're only gonna accurately know what space you have to clean up. So you really need to take things out and then put things back. So know what you have before you're before you're putting anything else in. And if you have items that are just taking up space. You know, make sure to ask yourself those important questions. Do I need this? Will I need it next year? Have I used it in the last year? Do I really love it? Is there someone else who could use it more? Do I have more than I could reasonably use in the foreseeable, in the foreseeable future? Will I miss it if I don't have it? And if I do happen to need it, can I replace it easily? Know what organization looks like because organized spaces are simple to use and they have enough room for everything. So it's very important that you get organized. So that is our show for today. And we hope that by the next time we talk that you are planning and reusing and you are completely organized and feeling light and um, and happy because you are so organized. So thanks for being great listeners, allowing me into your life. Make sure you're tuned into to the station every week. With me, uh, I love being your personal growth and your lifestyle coach. You can visit us at StarStyleRadio.com and, of course, tune in to Voice America Network, the empowerment channel, for all your ways to get inspired and motivated. For more information about uh, StarStyle Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com. You can call our studio, 925-377-STAR. To get involved with Be The Star You Are charity or to make a donation, Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. And remember, my aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate today. And hopefully you'll read a book because a book is like a garden in your pocket And until we celebrate next week, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you, be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, and mostly make a difference. And we'll be together next week and we'll celebrate. So until next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, have a great week and be the star you are. Thanks for joining be me. The
2: star